It's Rick Astley. It was Rick right. Astley. Uh, okay, the great Rick Astley. Okay. Okay, so we're live now. <laughs> How are we? Today's episode is brought to you by the great Rick Astley. Okay. Never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to turn around and hurt you. I don't know. People are going to confuse this with Drunk Space Nine, sir. Yes, this is true. Oh, which you still have to be a designated driver on at some point. Have you listened to it yet? No, I have not. No, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're here on a special report of Starfleet Boy. This is not the actual episode, but we're very excited. Uh, well, maybe we're not too excited, but... <laughs> <laughs> we definitely we want to react publicly to the latest trailer for Star Trek Beyond, which is uh, which just dropped today, right this morning. Wasn't it? Was it this morning or yesterday? It might have been yesterday. We might be late. Yeah. Well, it's the weekend. We're catching up. We're getting, we're catching up. Um, so uh, I'll let you start, Doctor, and I'll I'll chime in after you. Uh, well, it was better than the last one, but I have to admit, I it doesn't. I mean, okay, I'm gonna watch any Star Trek movie that gets thrown out there. Yeah, Star Trek has a built-in audience. You're right, and I'm part of that built-in audience. I'm built into the audience. Having said that, that trailer doesn't really get me any more excited than I already was. Um, I still don't know what the hell it's about. <laughs> It still has those aliens from Stargate. Um, you st it looks like they still destroy the Enterprise. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's the 50th anniversary. I don't want them to destroy the Enterprise on the 50th anniversary. Destroy I'm comparing yeah. to Star Trek VI, which was the... Um, this is the 50th anniversary film, right? Correct, yeah. And the 25th anniversary film was Star Trek VI, correct? Was that re wow, was that 25 years ago? Holy moly, I can't believe that. Yes, sir. And that was that felt like a celebration. Right. And this feels more like uh, Star Trek. It feels like what it is, which is they're, they're trying to steer it in a new direction, maybe give it more, you know, summer blockbusters, high action adventure rejiggering there but i don't know i mean i'm i'm open to liking it I, i'm not hating it but i'm not as ex i'm still not like super excited for it like i was the first in this reboot series um i tend to agree with you i spoke to gold scott on the phone briefly i was gonna see if we could um have the trio on the on the reaction uh, for it, but he's stuck in uh, Cardassian traffic, oh, um, no. <laughs> and he <laughs> he felt the same way. I and and I tend to feel the same way. I'm a little confused. I don't really know what the movie is about. Um, not that you need to know what the movie's about in a trailer, but all we're seeing is pretty much the same footage from the previous trailer with a few new additions. And they changed the tone because the fan reaction to the previous one was so terrible. So they're like, oh, we're going to make this one more like a traditional trailer with like dramatic music and, you know, um, uh, some some poignant moments. But it still doesn't it still doesn't feel like 
we know what this movie's about and or i guess maybe we're not excited about this movie and i you know i certainly want to get excited about a star trek movie and i agree with you 100% like it's not a 50th anniversary uh star trek movie it doesn't look like uh something worthy of the 50th anniversary and um you know if they're showing us the enterprise being destroyed in the trailer i can only hope that that's not the coolest thing that's going to happen in the movie but you know it's kind of scary you're like why are you, why are you showing us the enterprise being destroyed like why is that not being saved for the movie you know and i don't know it's just a little i don't think it's hitting the marks that i was hoping it would no uh i mean i'm i'm a little i, I like I'm the, take, i mean it seems I'm taking, off my, I'm taking off my badge i'm going rogue <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, is that is that a Star Trek erection uh, <laughs> quote you're, you're doing there? Oh, oh. <laughs> the trailer for this movie actually reminded me of Star Trek Insurrection, and you know <laughs> that's kind of it's not that bad. <laughs> I love. By the way, on the record, I really love Star Trek Insurrection. I don't think it's it's definitely not my favorite movie, but it's not the worst. Well. I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Whole other, yeah, whole other conversation. Oh yeah, but um, I am heartened that apparently the Enterprise is not completely destroyed because the saucer section seems to be intact. That's not the saucer section, Doctor. That is a shit. I I watched it carefully. It looks like the NX one. It's like a class. It's a ship that's the same class as the uh, NX-01. Wait, 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 wait. But the saucer that Kirk is sliding down and he's shooting with the phaser, doesn't it say Enterprise on it? Oh, that scene. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I, I thought you were talking about in another scene it looked like. I thought you thought the saucer separated. No. No, no, no. no. I mean yeah. that the saucer section apparently, a la Generations, <laughs> uh you know crashes into the planet and uh and then it, kirk and i think it's chekhov are sliding down the uh the they they break through the the view screen they crash through it and as they're sliding kirk is firing at wh whomever is on board the ship and and it looked like it was the enterprise so i guess in theory you can at least somewhat recover it but i just i are they purposely echoing something from each of the previous? Right, because in Star Trek Three, right, because in Star Trek Three we lose the Enterprise, which it's a glorious like that's such a great, you know, you can't. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe, and it kind of makes sense because um, if we're to believe that you know history is repeating itself, but only but there's like a lot of differences now because of the timeline having been changed by Spock and um, um, crap, <laughs> the Romulan. Oh, um, Nero. Nero, thank you. So we're to believe that, you know, things can still happen the same, but just different, you know? And so that's why it was supposed to work in um, Into Darkness when uh, Kirk ends up saving the Enterprise instead of Spock, like like in Star Trek Two, you know. And so it didn't work for me, but that's what I think they were hoping for. So yeah, maybe you know this is supposed to parallel Star Trek Three, um, the search for Spock in a sense, and um, 
you know, we lose the Enterprise. Which means that maybe at the end of this movie, <clears throat> we get a newer, cooler looking Enterprise with the more of a profile that looks like the Enterprise, you know. Oh, no, no, we don't. We can't get that. That has to be at the end of, of Star Trek Four. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my gosh. So, but what is what's the where's the wisdom in this? Is, is, Star Trek Four for the new crew will be uh, this. They're gonna have to voyage into the past to save puffins because an alien probe will come that has puffins that's talking to puffins, a specific bird, kind of goofy bird. And and henceforth, we're, there's gonna be a special section on all future ships where puffins. Will be will serve as navigators, and uh, in which case, is really bad, actually. Yes, because I, <laughs> I understand that puffins are not very good at flying. No, are, well, I don't they, know. <laughs> apparently, so did you see the what I said? What I posted the 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 whale navigators I have their pods. I did. I saw that, and I was very happy about that. I'm expecting to see those giant life pods <laughs> in this film, in Star Trek Beyond. Giant whale life pods. Just, you know. Oh, man. Giant whale life pods. I need them. Um, but uh, I... Um, you know, the scene where Kirk is speaking to McCoy... And uh, McCoy is acting as the bartender. You know, that kind of echoes many scenes in the original series where McCoy would bring Kirk some alcohol and, uh, you know, get <laughs> Kirk drunk. And, uh, and, and Kirk would, uh, would say how much he loves the ship, which I think is something that's kind of missing from um, the... Uh, this movie iteration is, is, is really the original series is a love story between a man and a ship. Yeah. Kirk loves the ship. Um, not even, it's not even the crew. It's the physical ship. That he loves. <laughs> well, he loves his crew, but, but yeah, you're right. right. He's very attached. He treats the ship like a lady and he kind right. of, you know, it's in many ways, uh, you know, uh, Kirk has chosen to marry his career as a starship captain, and and the personification of that marriage uh, is his. You know, is the, is the Enterprise, and it's always been a beautiful story. And you're right; we don't really see that. Um, one can argue that in Star Trek Into Darkness, you know, the fact that he would go in and try to realign the, you know, the the um, the matter reaction thing in the in the engineering, you know, shows his he would ulti, he would sacrifice himself to save the ship and the crew. So you know there is there is a, a hint of it, but you're right; it's not quite as poetic or as romantic as it was illustrated in the original series. Yeah, so I think you know again going back to the fact that it's the 50th anniversary film. Um, you know, let's think about Star Trek Six. How many how, how many how many lovely shots did we get of, of of the Enterprise A, just traveling through space, and and you know, uh, uh, and even the Excelsior. I mean, it was a celebration of those ships. You know, I mean, us fans, we love those ships. Yeah. I don't know 
guy there thinking, let's blow up the Enterprise <laughs> in this film. I know um, it's a it's a really pretty uh, it's a really pretty retro version of the ship too, and I thought it would definitely get a little bit more life. Um, we'd get some more life out of it than yeah. Than three movies. There is that one beautiful scene in this trailer that was new of the Enterprise. Uh, it looks like it's like traveling at warp speed, and it's some kind of warp wake or something. You know, it's like cutting through. Yeah. Some kind of warp <laughs> feel. You know what I liked was the shot. I guess it's from the port as it's leaving the Yorktown. I like that shot. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was a nice shot too. And then, and then you actually see it going into the Yorktown. Right. Wait, the Yorktown station. Yes. How do you know this already? Know what? The, what is the, the like? The how do we in there? Yeah, but like I didn't even know it's. They don't mention it's the Yorktown station. Oh you? well, there's an interview with Simon uh -huh. Pegg, and he identified it as the Yorktown. It's a station that is. It's a Federation. It's a Federation base that is on the very edge of the Federation. Okay, and they've constructed it as a place so that different uh, ships that are um, on these, you know long distance missions they can they can kind of rendezvous there and they can kind of exchange information that they've learned from visiting all these different planets that oh, they've that's been on these missions. so this is the very edge of known space and it's sort of like uh it's like deep space nine in a sense it's like deep space nine and it seems to be almost like a dyson sphere of some sort i mean it's, it's definitely I know. it was an interesting it was a very interesting looking structure and i thought it was cool because like there's a scene where they're uh the docking clamps or whatever unlocking and then right. they show the enterprise launching from um yeah from the station and that was kind of a neat thing so i mean there are things that are kind of like interesting and like you know when we when we finally go and see this movie hopefully the pace is not uh like a fast and the furious movie and more like a star trek movie where you get to enjoy some of these like epic you know it's 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 you know these are gigantic ships <laughs> they're like they shouldn't be like um they shouldn't necessarily always be shot, I think, in a way that the same way you would shoot, you know, a fast car. What do you think? No, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, um, what, what did you think about the, um, the fact that they reused footage from the first film when the Enterprise is, when Kirk's on the motorcycle? Oh, yeah, I thought they were trying to hit some kind of sentimental note or maybe even try to, I don't know, give a sense of continuity here because obviously Kirk is going through some kind of crisis where he doesn't, you know, uh, that might be, you know, another another parallel is that, you know, in Star Trek 2 II and 3, um, Star Trek 2 mainly is Kirk's kind of like, you know, uh, he's getting old, he doesn't really know if he's accomplished you know what he wanted to and things like these kinds of themes come up um you know and then spock gives him the tale of two cities of course and you know and there's it's just beautifully done there's nothing really like that in no, no there isn't Patrick into darkness but here there's a hint of it where he's talking about like how you know he basically became a starfleet captain on a dare you know and 
you know, what is his father? And, yeah. And I think, uh, I think I read in, in the interview, again, the interview with Simon Pegg, where Kirk has now reached an age where he's older than his father was. So he's lived longer than his own, you know, he's, he's lived longer than his father. And he's, I guess maybe he feels like he's been doing something for his dad. And the dialogue in the, in the trailer indicates that, that, you know, it's time for him to find himself and not, right. not just live up to, what is it? Uh, what's that? Is it the five seconds or five minutes? <laughs> uh, uh, his father in saving the, the ship in the, against Nero. Um, yeah, it was like, you know, George Kirk did more in five minutes than most Starfleet captains ever do. And, it, right. you know, but I mean, I mean, when you're in service and you're, you know, faced with something like that, I mean, who, you know, there's not a lot of humans that um, that wouldn't, if they, if they saw that there was no other way, you know, to save their loved ones than to sacrifice themselves, I think most most of us would um, would make that sacrifice. So, you know, it, it's a noble thing that George Kirk does. And, you know, but Kirk has always been interesting because, you know, one thing that we love about Captain Kirk is that, like, he just, like, even death doesn't seem to be an obstacle, <laughs> you know, for Captain Kirk. He's supposed to be someone so extraordinary that he even... He What's that? He doesn't like to lose. No, he doesn't like to lose. And he, and he thinks there's... Out there's always a way to win the no win scenario. And that's, you know, that's something that's amazing about Kirk and it's that perseverance and that drive that I think is fascinating about him. But it is, it is good to see that the character is not, you know, swimming in uh, this like ego, you know, so he's, he has doubts about himself and he doesn't realize, you know, how great he actually might be. What do you think about the uh, those sequences where it looks like they lose gravity in the Yorktown? Yeah, like um, it's I don't know. <laughs> it kind of looks like Inception almost because the buildings are all at weird angles. And angles, yeah. People are flying and and cool. Yeah. I mean, again, cool scenes like like the the snippets are really neat. But I just it's Star Trek. What's that? Is it Star Trek? I mean. That's that's what we're gonna have to find out. I mean, those of us who are gonna see this movie, as you said, whether whether the trailer is enticing or not, um, we'll find out how good this movie is. Come, uh, what is it? The launch date? I have no. It's this year. I, I imagine. <laughs> oh no, I can't remember. This it's is. This a, let's find out here. Let's see. Star Trek Beyond release date. Oh, July twenty second. It's coming up wow. very quickly. Okay. So that's the. I guess that's the thing. This this might be the last trailer uh, before we before we see the film. Um, actually, yeah, Jul there yeah. there's an opportunity for them to do one more if they want to. Yeah. A couple of teasers on international coming up. Yeah, international. There will be teasers on TV. So yeah, we're maybe we'll get more more from those but at this point i'm not really sure what it's about and i'm not really sure i'm interested in what it's about a hundred a hundred percent maybe like I know nothing about the villain <laughs> i know nothing about you know what its motivations are i mean um you know star trek okay star trek 2 it was obvious we all knew 
from the trailer. Star Trek Three, we knew what it was. You know, it's about you know the search for Spock. You know, we didn't need details, but we knew the general direction. Uh, four, we kind of knew as well. You know, uh, it's them in our time then. Uh, five, okay, five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six, we knew. Actually, we thought. How don't do you remember wondering whether Kirk was going to die? Yeah, it was very. There it was, was implied. A, there was a threat that Kirk was going to die in Star Trek Six. Absolutely, uh, but here it's like I know nothing about the villain. I know, I really don't know anything about the nature of the threat. I know more from that interview with Simon Pegg than than than, than anything else. I, I I think they could have. It's like you said, they kind of gave us a few Star Trekky shots, like you know Kirk walking down the corridor. And, um, you know, the releasing of the inter- of the clamps from the Enterprise and, you know, shooting out. And that's very evocative of classic Star Trek imagery. But we right. still just don't know anything about what is the basic plot other than they crash on some unnamed planet and some unnamed aliens attack them for unknown reasons. Right, and we know we have... A possible ally from one of the aliens and one of the aliens says i know why i'm we're all here you know and it's like again okay that's great <laughs> but, but i don't know i mean give so, us a name at least <laughs> so they're like you know they're hoping that they're i think the point of a trailer is that whether you know what the story is about generally or not you're enticed like you're enticed, you're excited. Oh, I don't know what this movie's about, but I'm excited. I didn't get that from this no. trailer. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't either. Because there's been plenty of trailers. I can't think of one off the top of my head, not necessarily for Star Trek, where you watch a trailer and it's just a bunch of random images. Oh, you know, a good one for that for that Godzilla's trailer. I remember it just being images, but there was like a heartbeat to it. You know, there was like a pacing. There was like a kind of a thing. And, and you really didn't even see Godzilla or anything. You just heard like a roar. And it was an exciting, but it was an, and it was an exciting trailer. And I think this trailer just shows you you know, especially the first one I thought failed because it had like, you know, the Beastie Boys soundtrack and it just didn't feel like Star Trek at all. Um, even though the first movie, the teaser had the same, you know, the same song in it. Um, and that's just it. Like, show us something new, get us excited, show us something enticing. If there's a mystery, make sure that like it's not just, you know, that, it, that it's exciting and that it it hooks you in. Uh, I'd be curious to hear what others think about this. Um, Goldie Scott shares our opinion, basically, and you know he's he's also built in. He's also going to go see this movie, but but still not not a very exciting trailer. So is that our verdict for uh, for today? I get I get. Do we want to rate it with us with our star system? <laughs> so on a scale of uh, one to ten, what would you give this trailer? I would give this uh, I'd give this a two. Yeah. I, I was thinking the same number. So two stars for this trailer. And the first one got half a star. So Perfect. it's an improvement. <laughs> improvement, yes. Um, do we, dare we speak about the teaser for... Yes, actually, we dare. <laughs> so yes, earlier this week, I think it was Friday maybe or Thursday. No, it was Thursday. It was Thursday. Um, 
we got a uh, a little and I, and by the way, I already talked about this with uh, Goldie Scott on Drunk Space Nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I need to watch that. Then. Yeah, you have to. You have to hear it. It's a podcast. It's not actually video that show. So. Oh. Okay. Um, anyways, but um, uh, also a little underwhelming. Uh, I thought, uh, but a lot of cool, interesting little teasers. Like, uh, for example. Uh, you know, the fact that they allude to uh, new crews, plural, that was something that stood out um, and makes me wonder what the format of the show is going to be. Kind of made me sad because that also implies that we're not going to just follow the crew of a new Enterprise. I know, yeah, that was that was disappointing to me as well. And um, uh, I, I, that's, you know, that's another thing about this 50th anniversary that bugs me is the disjointed quality of it you know you've got the movie and the movie clearly has nothing to do with the show and um i'm not used to that with star trek you know star trek has always been so you know it it's it's never been fragmented like this before the the last time we had a major anniversary uh was i guess the 30th where we had uh, we had the different Star Trek shows uh, devoting an episode to celebrate. DS9 had uh, Tribbles episode, and Voyager had the episode where they brought back Sulu. And um, I don't remember if there was a movie or not. There might to- have been, but you're you know you bring up a really great point. Like uh, this is reminiscent of. Um, Doctor, like a Doctor Who anniversary. <laughs> well, yeah, or like Doctor Who and Doctor Who. Right, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a Doctor Who anniversary. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, we pr- haven't had a proper Doctor Who anniversary in a very long time. I would say since the Five Doctors back in 1985. <laughs> but Star Trek, I am used to it having a proper anniversary where, you know, you've got... Um, you know, you've got the shows lining up. I mean, obviously, we don't have a show right now, but um, I don't know. It just feels kind of empty to me. It feels uh, yeah, kind of sad. It's weird to have a TV show that isn't going to... Uh, the new Star Trek films, whether you like them or not, um, they are part of the continuity, in my mind, the same kind of continuity. It's just an alternate universe. It's an interesting kind of, um, you know thing that happens there so when the show um when this new show came on i understand they're like okay well we're gonna what's what's going on in in the universe that we all came from you know the 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 universe of uh pre you know excuse me pre um change uh you know of timelines or whatever um, but this doesn't feel like even that. It feels like they're going in a completely different direction. I, I thought it was weird that the the trailer for the TV show had like the same kind of planet sequence that was at the end credits of the new J.J. Abrams reboot films. It looked familiar, yeah. It looked kind of like that, and then um, I was I liked the reveal of I think I guess the new logo. You know the, but it's very it's very retro, so it's hinting at like the original series influence there. And yet, I I think there was a report saying that we're gonna it's gonna take place in the 
original film era. So red uniforms with the, you know, the, the more militaristic looking uniforms like in Star Trek two through six. Do you think that squares with what the teaser says, which is new villains, new heroes, you know, it's emphasizing new. Yeah, it doesn't pass. Then, you know, obviously the, 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 you know, we're going to have Klingons and Romulans and a lot of familiar territory. Right. And so, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really square with that. So maybe that that's just a rumor. Yeah. Um, and doesn't have a lot of uh, basis, but I mean, I am, I am going to, I am more excited for the Star Trek TV show than I am for Star Trek beyond. <laughs> I have to say, um, and why is that? Well, I just think that like, for me, Star Trek should live on television. It's nice to have Star Trek films. Um, but if it, but if you don't have Star Trek every week, I think you can't develop characters the way you ought to. Like it's, you know, the, the nice thing about the, the reboot films is that, you know, we have a built-in history for these characters, like whether it's an alternate timeline or not, we know a lot about Kirk and Spock and, and that's why the, the movies do work because we're bought into the characters, you know? And I think that's an interesting thing too, that the characters themselves have transcended whatever actor plays them. Cause you know, I think for the most part, it, you know, presenting these new actors playing these traditional roles was very successful. And like, you know, most fans, ate it up and kind of uh, accepted it, especially uh, oh. with the first film. That being said, it is more exciting to have a new crew. And, you know, the next generation, I think, got got shafted. They should have had more films. They should have should have had a more, I think, a more appropriate sign-off. I think the, the decision to kill Data without bringing him back in some way, you know, was, was something that, you know, I think that's just, it just fell apart. Like the, there's a lot of loose ends now for the next generation. And it's kind of sad because even though the show is very complete um, and then you could kind of stop at first contact and you're fine, <laughs> you know, like you could say like, Oh, well that, that's Star Trek. First contact was the last, Star Trek: The Next Generation film. <laughs> I, I, lo I love Nemesis. I, I love ne Nemesis I too, love, but I'm a minority. I love Nemesis. No, I love Nemesis too, but it, but it, it begged for more. One more film is what it kind of begged for, you mm -hmm. know. Well, and after First Contact, you can kind of say, "Oh yeah, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <right>. it's over." <laughs> I feel like First Contract is, question. yeah. Um. Okay, we've thus far, in our lifetime, seen the return of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. okay, we've just recently seen the return of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. The pop, I mean, full force in the pop culture landscape. With this new Star Trek show, I, I think this is truly the return of Star Trek. Because, you know, the films, yes, we've had two films, but... They don't, you know, it's it's not, you know, Star Trek is on television. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Just just like Star Wars should be on the big screen, Star Trek really lives and thrives on the small screen. You talk to a lot more people than I do. Do you think the audience out there is open and will be receptive to a new Star Trek? In the way that next that 
we were primed for Next Generation way back in 1987. I think it's all going to depend on that pilot episode um, at the end of the day. I think that um, the Star Trek fans are going to show up, as we always do. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, the the broader... Well, that's the thing, is that, like, you know, I think you- that the talking about star trek i mean you know no actually i don't hear a lot of uh folks talking about star trek although people know i'm excited about star trek so they do approach me and bring it up um but most of them when i talk to them aren't aren't really fans they just happen to you know star trek's doing a good job at media and hype and promotion and so you can see that it's getting out there but as far as how many people are going to actually show up after the first weekend or the first couple of weekends i you know i don't know um again well in general and then also with the new show i was really excited about it um but i haven't seen a lot of excitement among my star trek friends you know it's more like oh yeah that was like an interesting little trailer you know but i'm not really i'm not really sure what the show is going to be about and you know there's not like a lot of hype or in my circle i mean now i'm in the in the greater fandom it looks like there is a lot of talk but you know that's the fandom you know it's the the core (laughs) the core of star trek um but again i think that pilot is gonna really be important because this is something uh now also on the trailer it did said it did say that it's going to be airing on cbs and on this new service yeah it said on cbs and cbs live or whatever it's called i did not know that yeah let me hear i mean i i guess we could just pull up the the trailer here and take a look (laughs) why not right Star Trek TV teaser. Here we go. Okay, I don't know if you guys can. Uh, gonna... CBS presents a new adventure. Music's cool. Music's cool. This part's cool. Premieres 2017 on CBS and coming to CBS All Access. Those wow. are the, yeah, that's those a, are the words. Yeah, so that was um, first Star Trek show. Well, no, I guess Voyager was on a network show, technically. Yeah, I mean CBS is taking this on. I think it is going to be a network show, and you know, again, if it's if it's really good, I mean, you know, Star Trek doesn't have to be about the crew of the Enterprise. I mean, we when we lost the Next Generation um, on the air, I was in a. I was in a tizzy and then you and I went into a library and started uh, writing a show for the USS Pasteur. I mean, like, it's like, <laughs> so higher, high concept shows that are like not about the crew of the enterprise. I'm open to it. I'm not saying that it has to be about the crew of the enterprise. Um, 
Let's I agree, you. but for the 30th anniversary. The 50th. I'm sorry, for the 50th anniversary. Jeez. Yeah, but. You would think. Maybe I we're mean, just not. You, you know, maybe. <laughs> do you think it's that they just don't want to get in the way of the movie? Is that what it is? Is they think it would be too confusing if you have, let's say, the Enterprise, whatever, J we just on television, and then you have this JJ verse version of the Enterprise still in theaters? I think we have to keep in mind that the show, especially we know absolutely nothing about absolutely. all of these things are you know all of these things are assumptions on our parts i mean it's a, it says new cruise and it's sparking a bunch of ideas but we really don't know what that means it could mean that like the next iteration of the enterprise is actually a fleet uh flagship like a true flagship like a fleet you know there's a fleet maybe star trek maybe this new star trek follows a fleet much like battlestar galactica did you know who knows we might be in a post borg Star Trek, like a post-Borg war. What if Earth is destroyed? I mean, they might go all the, you know, they might go into territories unknown to us. So we could be following a fleet of Federation ships or Starfleet ships, you know? No. <laughs> no. I mean, these are just, that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm getting at is that we don't know anything. So, no. so our speculation is wild at this point. And that's very wild. I mean, <laughs> Well, one, it's too reminiscent of Battlestar, and number two, I think uh, I think they tried that in the books. In the books, uh, Star, Star Star Trek New Earth, and those books were terrible. Oh no man! So no, no, I don't think well, so. Whatever it is, I'm I'm more excited about the TV show than I am about Star Trek Beyond. But obviously, um, I wonder you know. how we'll feel about this come December. When is the when is the premiere? Oh hey, Gold Du Scott is calling. It's uh, July twenty second. Let's. Does he does he, does he want to establish? Hey, Gold Du Scott, how's it going? You're on. We're on live right now, and you're on. You're on the air with us. Hold on. How are uh, are you guys doing, Starfleet boy, Doctor? We're good. We're good. Do you know if there's a way to for me to get you on this hangout? Are you home? Uh, I am home. <laughs> Do you know if there's a way to get yeah. someone on a hangout once they've uh, once you're go you've gone live? Yeah. Uh, you mean through video? <gasps> Here we go. Hold on. No, no, no. Oh. Are they hearing my voice right now? Is our audience yes. hearing my voice? They are. Can you hear me? Oh, Hello, Scott. That's all that's important. They don't need to see my beautiful face as long <laughs> as they can hear my beautiful voice. <laughs> so what are we talking about, guys? Well, we were just all kind of agreeing that um, that the new trailer for Star Trek Beyond is kind of uh, the first trailer was a, a half a point for me on the ten point scale and or ten star scale. This one's a two star, and uh, the doctor agrees that it's also two stars. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. Yeah, the trailer, just the trailer. I don't know what the movie's yeah. gonna be like. Uh, the movie's going to be lower than that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Well, I think I've been on record uh, on this show many times saying how much I hate the new movie. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah. Doctor, where do you stand on the new movie? Oh, my God. The doctor's still shocked that you think the film is going to be <sighs> lower. <laughs> Wait. Uh, just, okay. Oh, I, I cannot hear, hear the doctor. I don't think he, can, he can't hear you because he's on my headphones. Oh, okay. Well, can you ask him? 
quite the setup we have. <laughs> Does he think it's going to well, be worse than uh, Yeah, happen? I, I watched the trailer uh, two times, which is two times more than I hope to see the movie. <laughs> and uh, it just does nothing for me. There's more. There's more stuff now about Kirk and his dad. I felt like we got over that two movies ago. Was about Kirk and his dad. Still <laughs> whining about his dad. And uh, we see what I feel like is just too much of the movie. I feel like they're showing us too much. We know already the Enterprise is going to be destroyed. They're going to be stranded. And the whole movie is going to be them trying to figure out a way back home off of this planet. So you think it's the story's that simple? It's just going to be that? I think so, yeah. Does and, he think and, it's going to be uh, worse than yeah, Into Darkness? Do you think that this movie is going to be worse than Into Darkness? Um, geez. I think it will be. And, and I hated Into Darkness, <laughs> oh, but yeah. I, I do think this is somehow going to be worse. Oh my yeah, God. At least you had J.J. Abrams. At least you had a really uh, high-end director you know, on that movie. This thing, I, I'm not a Fast and Furious fan, but I look at those movies and they just strike me as kind of garbage. Do you think they missed the mark when they gave the helm to Justin Lin? Who, what director out there, but this is a question to both of you. If you had to choose the director for this next film and it wasn't going to be J.J. Abrams, who would you have wanted for the film? <clears throat> Josh Whedon. Uh, the doctor says Josh Whedon. You know, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, how about Kenneth Branagh? Oh my gosh. I would have died. If it was a Kenneth Branagh Star Trek film, I would just die. That would be like, wow. I would be okay. You know, you know who, should, who it really should be? Who hasn't earned it? Who? Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes would have been amazing. And he's proven yeah, that he can make a great... Yeah, and he and he can prove that he's proven that he can make a great Star Trek film. He's also proven he can make a crappy Star Trek film. <laughs> the doctor says he's also proven that he can make a crappy Star Trek film. <laughs> <laughs> but I concur. I, I think Jonathan Frakes probably has uh, uh, a better shot at just about anybody of making a really good Star Trek film. So. It it just seems like then that we all agree that Justin Lin is as you know we're well, we a little nervous. Yet. I'm I'm still yeah. I'm still optimistic. Okay, good. But I have to say that that was one of the things that like did not excite me when they said that the director of the Fast and Furious movies was directing Star Trek. It immediately made me uh, nervous and gave me pause. Even though you know, I'm sure those movies have a huge fan base, and I'm sure they're actually, you know, decent movies. They're just not my cup of tea. And I didn't see the relation. I didn't see the uh, the translation from like a, the director of those films being able to make pull off a Star Trek film. But we'll see, because again, they do say that Justin Lin is a longtime fan of Star Trek. But I mean, we we've had, um, I think we've had directors who were not longtime fans make excellent films because Nicholas Meyer knew very little about Star Trek and um, and Stuart Baird oh did we lose Golda Scott no he's he's I think he's absorbing what we were talking about Golda Scott are you still there me yeah, yeah no I'm still here uh, I was just uh, letting you guys speak but uh, you said um, 
you're, uh, what, what did you say? You were a little bit nervous? Yeah, just uh, from the announcement of Justin. No, I was ag agreeing with you that I was also nervous about the uh, directing, cho the choice of director, but we'll have I, to see. Yeah, but I would say I, I'm more than a little bit nervous. I would say, in fact, I'm beyond nervous. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a catchphrase now. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up this trailer recap. I think we've said all we can say about it. And um, let's reconvene for the next episode of Starfleet Boy. Um, and if you boys are available, we can do it in like an hour. But we, otherwise, we could do it tomorrow, maybe. Uh, I can do it uh, in an hour. How about you, Doctor? Sure. All Touch right. We're gonna, I'm still around an hour. We're going to reconvene, hopefully in an hour, to do an episode of Starfleet Boy uh, for the next Star Trek The Next Generation episode. All right. All right. Talk time. to you guys soon. Okay. Bye. All right, Doctor. Uh, all right. Great, uh, great recap. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you soon. All right.